0: Oh look, I think in this market, there's a temptation to reduce marketing. Properties are selling quickly and there's plenty of demand out there. What I would encourage is agents in this type of market to keep up their brand profile. Maintaining that brand presence and that marketing reach will deliver the best result for vendors and also help attract future vendors.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner, Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To download your written action guide from this podcast, containing extra tips, links, and shortcuts, visit EliteAgentElevate.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving, easier, on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Elevate Podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, Editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest today is Domain Chief Commercial Officer, Tony Blamey. As part of his role, Tony has responsibility for a whole host of businesses within the Domain Group, including residential, agent services, and customer experience. He's also been instrumental in guiding the organization through recent change, as Domain expands from being simply a property portal to a real estate solutions provider. So, Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. You and I go back such a long way. I don't know if you remember, but you were like my first big interview way back in the dark ages when I used to work for Sold Magazine, like a long, long, long time ago. So it feels like every now and then we cross paths and it's always nice to see you.
0: Yeah, thanks, Sam. I, th- I remember back, I think we we're talking about future trends in real estate. And I think the big items then were the emergence of mobile and the emergence of social and haven't they really you know, changed the industry and changed, I guess, how we all work and all the things we spend our time on. So interesting to reflect back to then.
2: I know. Interesting. And it, the internet's proved that it wasn't a fad. It's, it's here to stay. I still believe in the internet.
0: It's here to stay, it looks like, it. Yeah. Yep,
2: yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about last year, because you and I had a couple of chats over the last 12 months. So how has the last 12 months been for Domain?
0: Well, it's been a time like nothing we've seen before. And if I think back 12 months ago, we we're really just coming into COVID and it was brand new for everyone it was unknown we were going into something we we had no idea how it would play out and you know i think that was very much the case back in march 2020 and you know if i reflect back on that I, one thing that amazed me was the ability of agents to adapt to the situation and to the remarkable resilience and agility shown at that time it was very short notice that we all started having to Isolate and, and work from home, and all these you know, massive changes. And I, I think the ability of the industry to adapt to that was remarkable. And I remember we we virtually moved to enable things like virtual inspections and virtual auctions within about 72 hours of government announcements coming out. It was really rapid change and we had to be responsive. We totally changed the way we were working. So we moved to daily stand-ups and just to be able to make quick decisions around because everything was moving so quickly. We were fortunate too we had acquired the real-time agent business, which is you know very much around digitization of sale authorities, contract of sales, they have big tracking technology. So we're able to really utilize a lot of those solutions to enable the industry to just keep moving and keep transacting you know within days of being notified around the covid changes we were able to develop an online auction system using the real-time agent bid tracker application with the digital contracts of sale and we were able to get that out to market so agents could continue to transact despite the fact that there were um so many restrictions around on-site auctions and and inspections and, and so on. So that was that was fantastic. I remember Ray White was one of the early uh, adopters of that online auction system developed by Real Time Agent. And I think in March they had about fifty auctions, and then three months later in, in April that you know we were doing about five hundred online auctions. So it was really rapid uptake and something that the industry really embraced. If I think about where that's gone beyond COVID, then Now it's become almost a normal part of what a lot of agencies do. We had one example from February this year of a client in Queensland that does a lot of regional auctions and they were able to do 150 auctions from their corporate office. So this is normally they would have had to fly into a whole lot of regional towns to actually call the auction on site. Now they're able to do that remotely in a really seamless way. Way. So it's a real change in the way our clients work and I think it's interesting because online auctions were always around. They've been around for many, many years but it was really took COVID to really accelerate that uptake and acceptance of that as a method of sale or a method to facilitate an auction. So yeah, really remarkable resilience, uh, I think. What we're seeing now, just to fast forward to where we are today, those Digitised products and anything that kind of digitises the workflow, you know, has really become mainstream. So if we look at, again, going back to February 2020, real time agent on the contracts uh, solution, we're doing about 500 contracts a month, so about an average daily average of about 15. Fast forward to February this year, we're doing over 5,000 contracts in February and it's around averaging around 200. Contracts a day. It's almost kind of that that tenfold increase uh, in usage of those things. And what it does, it really gives agents flexibility. Thinking about the authority products or the contract products, they can they can sign when they're in the room digitally with a vendor, or they can do it remotely and give themselves more flexibility. So it's really providing that flexibility. The one thing that as a business we're able to adapt quickly and, and put solutions in the market to really help agents and agents were great with the uptake of those and they're adapting quickly. The one thing that we did in response to COVID, which is actually what I'm most proud of and that we get incredible, incredibly positive feedback on, is we made our internal employee assistance program available to our clients. So this is, again, in response to Our clients, particularly in Melbourne, where we were on extended lockdown throughout the year almost, and it was a tough time for our customers and a tough time for all of us. And most of our customers are small business and they don't have the benefits of services like an employee assistance program. So being able to offer that to our clients free of charge, to be able to help their staff navigate through what were really challenging times, I think that was a real positive for the industry and something that's been received incredibly well. We get so much good feedback and we've extended that. It's an always on service that we now um, provide to our clients. So that's probably the one I reflect back on and I'm really proud of.
2: Yeah, it's really nice actually, because obviously at the moment as we speak, Brisbane, well, we're just about to end the lockdown up here, but there's still quite a lot of uncertainty out there, isn't there? With a snap lockdown, nobody knew that that was coming this week, the week before Easter.
0: Yeah, a lot of uncertainty. And again, I think the way the industry is operating is really, really positive. And I think now, though, which is different to what it was 12 months ago, it's not new anymore. We've been through this. We kind of know what that playbook looks like now. So I think that's now ingrained in everyone's thinking. And we know there are alternatives. It was really only in Melbourne during the, the kind of second extended lockdown It was really only when a potential buyer couldn't physically inspect a property through an open for inspection or or a private inspection that really reduced transactions, you know. But everything else we were able to really manage with and manage around and there are alternatives around digital solutions and virtual inspections, virtual auctions and and those sort of things. It was only that really almost brought things to a stop.
2: Yeah, yeah. So let's change... Now, we're still sort of living in periods of uncertainty, but a lot has changed. I mean, a year ago, people were saying that the property market was going to go down, (laughs) values were going to go down and unemployment was going to be terrible and everyone was talking recessions and things like that. And now we see the market has defied all expectations and is at some of its best levels ever. So what are you seeing from a domain point of view as some market trends that are emerging right now?
0: I've given up predicting the property market along. Otherwise, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, fraught with danger. Look, what we're seeing now is a really strong market in terms of buyer demand. And you can see that play out with things like auction clearance rates being high across pretty much all markets in excess of 80% most of the time over the last few months. And that's just a sign that there's plenty of demand in the market. And that demand is really. Being driven by confidence. So 12 months ago, you know, people were sitting in their hands. No one wants to transact when there's uncertainty. So you know, I think it's driven by confidence and the expectation of low interest rates and that they're here to stay for the foreseeable future. So what the result of that is with limited supply and high demand, property prices are driving up quickly. I think I, I read an article this morning and it was a Sydney median house price had gone up $50,000 in the last month. So, that's just a reflection of that incredible demand really driving up prices. I think what we're seeing too, is, which is interesting and unlike previous cycles, where often that kind of sharp increase in property prices will be driven by investor activity. This is different. It's It looks like it's being driven predominantly by owner-occupy activity. So, that's probably gives people a sense that it's potentially more sustainable as well which is interesting we're starting to see obviously when you compare year on year now it's it's a bit misleading because we did have a reduction in in activity you know from march last year onwards but you know we're we're seeing strong auction listings coming through we're seeing you know, like i said that kind of really high clearance rate and high prices Uh, as a result. One last thing, we're also seeing that trend around interest in regional lifestyle areas continue. That was very strong, obviously, during COVID, and people were reassessing their lifestyle options. And the idea of regional lifestyle types of areas, as opposed to more the inner city, medium, high density living, became more attractive. And I think that plays out somewhat. So you're seeing in some regional markets, very high price growth because of that you know, increase demand from people that typically would be a a city dweller. Look at our alternatives.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we've done actually. So we've been planning it for a while, but I guess COVID has amplified that for a lot of people. And there's probably a lot of people right now sitting in their homes thinking about moving, but wondering where they're going to move to, like with supply so low.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's limited at the moment. And look, the normal cycle will play out as well we will i expect to see more supply come to market probably demand dampen a little it'll be interesting to see what impact job coming out of the market has on that demand as well it'll be interesting also to see if if there's any you know mechanisms by apra around lending again with a view to just put a lid on some of that demand coming through
2: yeah they interfere a lot, don't they? those Afro people. <laughs> like-
0: yeah, look, look, if it balances the market a bit more, it's probably not a bad thing. I think when we have too much demand or too much supply, that's not great. A nice balanced market, clearance rates, perhaps sixty to seventy percent would be a bit more of a sweet spot, which you know suggests there's a bit more balance between supply and demand.
2: So let's talk a bit about Domain and what Domain's been up to recently, because you've brought some new products to market over the last couple of months, particularly. Can you walk us through some of those and and what they do and how they're designed to help agents?
0: I'll take a step back and just talk a little bit about what Domain Strategy is and what we're really trying to do. And it's really to build best-in-class technology and create a property marketplace so that we're providing more solutions to agents uh, so we can help them do the things that are important to them, find the next listing, win that listing, You know, help them run an effective marketing campaign, run an efficient business, create great customer experiences and differentiate their brand and attract great talent. They're the things increasingly we're trying to solve for. So we're much more focused moving forward on that complete agent journey and how we solve or provide different solutions through that journey. So if I think about some of those things and going beyond what we've always done, which is aggregating an audience around listings and sending buyer inquiries and sending foot traffic to open for inspections, we've done that for many years, both when we're predominantly a, a print-based business, moving into more digital classifieds. And that's really important because that helps agents brand themselves. It helps some transact property, which is an important component. But increasingly, how do we add value elsewhere? How do we add value around prospecting and winning a listing in the living room, winning over a new vendor? So, some of the solutions that I'll talk about are aimed at those areas. An interesting one that's still really in development is LeadMiner. So, LeadMiner is a predictive data solution and it predicts which properties are going to come to market in the next 12 months and what that's designed to do is really lift the efficiency of an agent around their prospecting activities. So if we can help shine a light on their database and point them to the properties and that are more likely to come to market than others, that just allows them to focus uh, on those and, and it's really about being efficient and really leveraging their database, which is an important asset for, for any agency. So that's one you know, really around finding that next listing. Real-time agent that I've touched on, it's such an important workflow product or, or solution for agents. The real benefit is it's saving hours per transaction. So you know, we do a lot of research around our contracts products and bid tracker authorities products. We look to save an agent around four hours per transaction by using those digitized authorities and contracts of sale. So that's really important. That's a massive efficiency saving and it's a better customer experience. You know, customers' expectations have changed, they've gone up. Customers want to deal digitally. They don't want paper-based processes and and old workflow. They they want to be able to do things quickly with flexibility when they want, so it's a great customer experience. PriceFinder continues to be a really important tool that agents use, and we index almost 13 million properties across the country, so it's a great source of knowledge for agents and, and obviously helps them with their prospecting as well. I think HomePass is another important tool that has really, again, It improves the customer experience, you know, that seamless checking into inspections for consumers. We've recently upgraded that to offer a check-in via a QR code as well. And you you look at the kind of compliance aspects of inspections now, there's a real benefit for doing an electronic check-in over a manual check-in in in the fact that you can can actually have more people at the inspection than you could otherwise
2: just like checking in at a restaurant now, isn't
0: it? Well, we're all used to it. You know, yeah. we're, you know it's kind of you know the, the norm. We're checking in at restaurants. We're, we're checking in when we go and get a coffee now as well. I, I think we're used to that process now. And look, it's great for agents because it just means that you're capturing data and you're a you know, single point of data entry instead of rekeying data from notepads and pen and paper. Probably one that we're really excited about, which we've recently launched, is Market Now. So Market Now... We're in partnership with a dormant fintech company called LimePay. And it's really a, a solution that allows vendors to defer marketing costs until a later date. So it enables agents to improve that customer service. Also, again, compliance is important there. We saw a lot of examples where there's some really bad practices around recording credit card details on notes of paper and things like that, which are high risk. And it also improves the agent's cash flow. So they're not holding on to that debt for that campaign period. So market now is exciting. Like I said, we've recently launched it. It's really championing that buy now, pay later philosophy. And what we hope is that there's a bigger marketing basket as a result because you're able to offer that kind of service. And again, it's there's almost an expectation that those kind of payment services are available to vendors uh, when when they're when they're choosing an agent and, and wanting to market their property.
2: I think that's very much a characteristic of this current market thanks to things like Afterpay and things like that. Afterpay actually sent me an Apple Pay card now so it's almost like I can pretty much afterpay anything and I think advertising has just been one of those things for vendors where they haven't necessarily wanted the best marketing campaign that they could possibly get but cash flow is tight and it's good for the agent, it's good for the vendor as well.
0: Yeah, ca- cash flow is always tight when you're transacting a property. You've got so many things going on and they'll be able to put that payment somewhere else and have a mechanism to do that. And Market Now is purpose-built for, for real estate as well. We partnered with Pay, who are the expert around the you know, financial services side and obviously we're you know, experts around property and that's been really well received from agents where they... It's an easy application to use. It's really seamless and creates benefits from day one where then holding on to that debt and that improving their cash flow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So let's turn our attention to the next 12 months. What sort of technology, because I know you've been around technology throughout your whole career, what do you think's new on the technology space that agents should be looking at right now?
0: Oh, look, I think there's a whole lot of things. What what I would say is for agents to really think of technology as an enabler and not a cost think about how it can improve efficiencies but also the customer experience interestingly I was up in Brisbane last week I just got out before a lockdown but I was with an agent up there and we we're talking about homepass and the interesting thing he said to me was he actually uses homepass and that that technology as a talent attraction tool which I thought was really interesting that he felt like he's got an agent and he's trying to win them over he wants to showcase all the technology solutions and applications that they're able to offer and so looking at homepass not only as a great customer experience or buyer experience when they check into to inspect a property but also as a talent attraction tool and uh, you know retention tool so i i thought that was really interesting and that's the way i think Agents should think about technology. They really need to demonstrate that their best practice, that they're offering these sort of solutions, not just for their customers, but also for their internal stakeholders, whether that's property management or their sales teams. It's really important. Just in terms of looking forward, we've got a lot of, I guess, new solutions out in market. And I've touched on a couple of them with uh, Lead Miner and Market Now and Real-Time Agent, which we're really looking to scale. All of those, we're now pushing well and truly into Queensland with our real-time agent, sale authority and contracts product. We'll have national coverage soon. Market now, like I said, you know, really well received and we're looking to scale that as well. Another one that's really interesting, which I'm excited about, is we launched, again, during COVID, we launched early access. So early access was a really interesting way that we could leverage real-time agent at the point of that signing of the sale authority and use that to trigger an alert to our database to really start the campaign moving as soon as the sale authority is signed, rather than waiting two, three, four weeks until the campaign was ready to launch with photos and floor plans, everything else. So that's been, again, really well received. And I think What early access does, the best agents start working on a a listing straight away or working on a campaign straight away. As soon as the sale authority is signed, they're working their database, they're they're looking to start that momentum straight away. And I think early access allows that to happen and it enables the agent and the vendor to tap straight into the domain database to start the flow of inquiries for the property. They start to understand price expectations and those sort of things as well. For agents too, it should be a listing tool. If an agent can go into the vendor's living room and say, hey, sign with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this campaign immediately. That's a huge uh you know selling point for an agent. So early access is a really interesting one. And I think it also for us drives consumer and portal preference. Increasingly will be known as, well, we can go to domain to see what properties are gonna come up onto the market in the next few weeks, which is a really valuable thing for consumers or for buyers.
2: I know a lot of agents out there have some sort of a 10 touch point plan of how they're going to market someone's property. And I think just joining the dots here. So you could be sitting there in the listing presentation, sign on the dotted line, have the marketing sorted out with market now. You could have actually the only thing that's missing, here's an idea, photography. When are we plugging in like actual marketing services into the domain portal and then it would just be like press a button here, 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 here and then all of a sudden boom.
0: Yeah, photography is a really interesting I'm not applying for
2: a job by the way. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) I don't know that we're going to go, we're looking at photography. It's really interesting photography. Agents have a relationship with their photography services and it's really everyone's, you know, really quite particular about that and obviously they have different quality levels and different needs that they uh, look for in a photographer. So I don't think it's something that we'll go to terribly soon.
2: Yeah, it is interesting though, because I think as soon as you do get the photos, you can put it straight up there on early access, can't you? Providing your Form 6 has been signed.
0: Yeah, that's right. And look, Agents are doing that and we have built the functionality to allow them to uh, upload copy and a photo now. So they can, even if it's a, a snap on their mobile device, I mean, the quality of those photos is really you know, high now and they can add at least a photo to start that to give a bit more detail, I guess.
2: So with early access, once you've put the property up there, can agents actually tell who's been interacting with the property so that they can maybe start conversations with those people or is it more of a pool sort of thing where they've got to contact the agent?
0: Yeah, there's call to actions for the person that receives the alert to contact the agent and what we find there's quite a high response rate because the information is still limited within early access. It doesn't have all the information so that the potential buyer is encouraged to contact the agent and we find that there's a lot of inquiry coming through from those early access alerts.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing. They always say you should maybe just, it's like dating hold a little something back so that someone gets in touch with you? Yeah,
0: look, I mean, what we find is often inquiries for a full listing, are just seeking additional information. You know, what we're really trying to do is get foot traffic to the open for inspection. That's the most valuable interaction an agent can have, and they're going to be genuine buyers that are really interested in the property. So hence why we you know, invested in HomePass.
2: Well, there's another piece of the puzzle too to build your database of contacts by using HomePass straight away. I can see how it's all coming together, I think. So it'd be very interesting to watch over the next couple of months to see what's next.
0: For
2: sure. So, Tony, I'd like to thank you for spending some time with us today to lay out what domain's up to at the moment. It's pretty interesting watching this change from just being like an advertiser to being a true marketplace. I remember talking to Jason about that last year as well. If there was one piece of advice or one tip that you'd like to leave agents with, what would that be?
0: Oh, look, I think in this market, there's a temptation to reduce marketing. Properties are selling quickly and there's plenty of demand out there. What I would encourage is agents in this type of market to keep up their brand profile. It's really important. The challenge now is winning the next listing and keeping up your brand profile is really important. So maintaining that brand presence and that marketing reach will deliver the best result for vendors and also help attract future vendors so that would be a yes a takeaway in this type of market
2: super important of course so that even though the properties might be selling quicker than usual at the moment people are still watching
0: that's right your next listing will come from your ability to differentiate your brand and you know have a great customer experience they've got to be aware of you so
2: yeah well tony thank you so much
1: my pleasure great to talk to you We hope you enjoyed this episode of Elevate with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to download your written action guide from this podcast containing extra tips, links and shortcuts. Visit eliteagentelevate.com.